Hi, and welcome to Intuitive Insights with Kim Beam. An intuitive reading is a reading of all the potential energies around a person. By reading the energy, it is possible to see potentials and opportunities to create the best possible outcomes in one's life. If you would like to be a guest on Intuitive Insights, please go to kimbeam.com and fill out a guest intake form. I would love to read the energy field for you and to help you find your way. So this is Katie... And we're going to, I'm just going to, we're just going to hop in. You ready, Katie? Yes, that sounds Katie, great. Katie, let me know that she wants to know about, um, oh my gosh, my brain. Remember you were just said, um, <laughs> she wants to know about like generational curses and what's the other thing? Fa- like family relationships. And family relationships. <laughs> like the and the, the dynamics combination of the, of the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> So I'm just going to close my eyes. That's what I do, Katie. It's a little weird, but it's okay. I'm excited. I love it. (laughs) So I'm getting that you feel like you're the odd man out, that you're like the weirdo in the family because you don't do this and you don't do that and you don't do this and you don't do that. But in reality, I feel like you might be one of the more grounded people in the family. So you're like, (laughs) You like feel like you're the odd man out because you're like living with the atoms, right? And you're yes. like, you're like all these people <laughs> are whack chums. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like called the hippie and the, you know, the one that wants to do all this weird, like liberal stuff. And I'm like, I'm not, I wouldn't even call myself that, but whatever you guys want to say, I just, I try to be nice and kind to people. I feel like, I feel like your family came up from Appalachia. And is yes. like hanging out in where you live now. I don't want to say too much. You get to say that. I'm not going to disclose where you live, where I think, <laughs> you live, right? Where, where you grew up. I know where you grew up, right? I'm not going to disclose that. You get to disclose that if you want. Yeah. So your family came up from Appalachia and moved you to this space and you grew up in this space and you took in the tenor of the space that you're in and you like had your mind. I feel like you dropped yourself into this position specifically because you wanted to open your mind more. You wanted to be more open. You wanted to be more open to other people's experiences. You like listening to other people's stories. You get involved in other people's like interesting things. And you're more accepting of like people who live alternative kind of lifestyles. Yes. Who are are more, you know, edgy. People who don't fit into the Judeo-Christian box of what is right and what is wrong and what is marriage, right? Like you're more- 100%. You're like- (laughs) have friends over who blur a lot of lines and you've gotten a lot of shit for that throughout (laughs) your entire life. Because if I mean, I don't remember who your friends were, but I will say that like, I feel like you were friends with the band and the geeks, the band. I'm going to put this in quotes. Please know I was a band. (laughs) This is like, I hung out with only band geeks. Like I hung out in the theater. Right. But like, I feel like you brought home the gay friends and your family was like, what are you doing? And then they yes. questioned your own sexuality. Not that it matters what your sexuality is, but in your family, it does matter. And so now you're looking at yourself going, how do I not belong to the Adams family? Yeah. Although in this instance, I think you're more the Adams family and they're more like a typical sitcom mom and dad. Like yeah. The- yeah. Yeah. Or the Adams you... family actually liked each other. Yeah, they, they do actually like each other. <laughs> How 
have you seen do you remember when we read to kill a mockingbird i think about that very frequently at least once a week okay i feel like you might be like i don't mean this as bad as it sounds so curb some of the harsh (laughs) edges of the statement but like the yules right like they were just they were doing their own thing didn't really value education they didn't really want to like push the boundaries of like how to grow and be better right like not Mm -hmm. necessarily all the other really bad things that happened inside the Yule family, but just like, mm-hmm. they're just like doing their thing. And they're like, this is what society, this is what we do. We don't, we don't question. Yeah. We, just, we just move forward and like, we might get mad at stuff, but whatever. Yeah, definitely. Cause I was like, when I was in high school, I never, my family never pushed me to take like honors classes or AP classes or anything. They were just like graduate high school. That's, that's the best thing you can do. And I was like, I want to do more. <laughs> Right. So I feel like also with your talk about breaking generational curses is that you feel stuck. You feel like you don't know how to move forward and you don't feel like you know where you want to move forward into. I feel like you're asking questions about like, how do I get an even bigger life than the one that I'm living? Mm -hmm. And I feel like you've already pressed into a lot of that like you're already pressed into a lot of that. Like, how do I, how do I do this for me? How do I live for Katie? Not how do I live for like the family who's behind me, who doesn't like, who wants to eat Oreos and sit on the couch, right? Like, (laughs) yeah. How do I, how do I press in for what Katie wants and needs? And so I feel like, I feel like you have done a lot of work to break some of the soul ties. Like you have done a lot of work on the cord cutting, if you know what that means. Have you ever heard of cord cutting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you've done some cord cutting where you were like, that's not something I want in my life anymore. And so I'm going to like spiritually cut that out. I'm going to spiritually say that doesn't happen to me anymore. That anybody who comes out after me no longer has this as a generational problem because it stops with me. Like it stops here. And I feel like yes. you've done that in a number of areas. Like there are there are a lot of places that I see you free, that you aren't in the castle, right? You're no longer in their, in their castle. I feel like in a lot of ways, like you're floating above the castle or you're like trying to get away from the castle, but there's still some, you're right. There are still some things that like hold you there, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, I just like don't want to be like, I feel like I'm too much like them, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to not be is another thing that I struggle with, but I also love them. So I also think that what we, that which we try not to be, we like, it becomes resistant. And when you resist it, right, you actually give it more power. I think in this instance, this is going to sound the exact opposite of what you would normally do. I think the things that you can cut, you have cut. Mm-hmm. I think the things you haven't cut are things you just need to say, shit in this area unlike my family and i embrace <laughs> i embrace myself in this area and this weakness i like that advice a lot actually <laughs> <laughs> right like i'm not gonna fight this anymore like i fought it and 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 it's a really painful to fight it can i just accept this about myself can i just accept that this this is this is great grandma on my mom's side gave me this lovely gift. Thanks, great grandma, my grand, my mom's side, right? Great. And now I'm going to learn how to just embrace this part of me. And because I'm embracing it and I'm no longer fighting it, we're working together. And that part of you is actually, so 
are uh, you can you can not answer this question. It's totally okay not to answer. No, it's fine. Question is, what is one thing that you would like to see changed? Um. Wow, it's a hard one because I feel like there's like I feel like there's a lot, but then when you ask me to get specific, it's hard to like pinpoint something. I think just like the so I have a two year old now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like discipline him the way that like my family disciplined me, but it's hard. And like this, the things he does like triggers me because like when he's loud and throwing things and like just being a toddler, I want to yell and I get uncomfortable because that's something I would have got yelled at and been uncomfortable, but I want to give him like room and space to play. Right. Like a normal child, but it's hard for me because I'm triggered. That's something that I really struggle with. This is going to sound really weird, but have you ever sat down with your two-year-old throwing and yelling things self and hugged her? I have not, but I will do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like I, I do it, but like not in that circumstance, you know? Right, right, right. Cause you want to, you want to hug him and you want to like be kind to him. So you're like, it's outward focused, mm-hmm. right? But when you're yelling at him for that behavior, you're miming how your family reacted and you can yes. reparent yourself. You can reparent that moment by going in and sitting down with the Katie that wants to yell and scream and throw shit. Yes. Right? <laughs> you can sit down with that Katie, the little Katie, the little Katie, little toddler Katie, who like still has her moments where she's pissed off at the world and she wants to throw her toys. Right? Yeah. And you, you can sit down with her and and have the the hug with her which will then allow you to realize your toddler's just being a toddler. Yeah. Wow. I love that so much. That's, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. And I give you all the permission to weep your eyes out when you do this. I'm about to. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you sit down with little Katie, right, you're going to find out it's not just here. This is going to make me cry. And you're not going to find out it's not just about like, the throwing toys and yelling it's about not being seen and it's not being understood and it's not not valued inside your family and not Mm -hmm. noticed and overlooked and just expected to show up for dinner because that's what you do and who gives a shit if you've had a bad day today (laughs) right because we're all having shitty days you think we're all having good days like look what we do for jobs, right? We don't have good days. So what does it matter if you're having a bad day too? join the fucking club in this family? Yes. And you're the smallest. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. Whether you're the smallest or the youngest or the, you know, actually the littlest, right? Or (laughs) however it works out, it does. Yeah, you don't. And that's, that's the message that little Katie has been given all her life is you don't matter. And so as I get teary on this, right? I'm going to say to you, Katie, you, you fucking matter. You matter, right? You, your emotions, your hurts, your fears, your worries, right? They all matter. I told somebody recently, you're allowed to take up space. You're allowed to take space. You're allowed to be messy. You're allowed (laughs) to be sloppy. You're allowed to have your shit in the living room, right? You are allowed to take up space. Everybody else in your family can right? Mm-hmm. You with a family of nature, the natural family, the family you came from, your family of origin, everybody in that family takes up space, right? And everybody yeah. in your house takes space. You are allowed to take space. You're allowed to claim a spot on the couch. You're allowed <laughs> to say, that's my blanket, right? 
Yeah. That one's hard for me. I know. I know it's hard for you. Mm -hmm. I think, I think coming on, even talking to me today is like super brave, right? Because you're willing to say, I don't want this anymore, but I don't know how to make it any better. And I think the only way to make it better is to go in and just be like, I love Katie. I love her. I love, I love how much she cares about people. I love how authentic she is. I love how vulnerable she is. I love, I love that she gives a shit about things that some people just don't give a shit about. I love that she's willing to fight for the little man. I love that she doesn't want to yell at her toddler for being a toddler. Thank you. You're totally, yeah. Are you uncomfortable? I'm getting no, the- No, I'm not. You're not, okay. I'm really not. I'm just like taking it all in because I was just very intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it so much. Okay. I'm just tapping in. Just give me a second. I'm, no, I'm you're breathing, fine. I'm breathing in and I'm I'm figuring it out. So I feel like your family, and I feel like it's a grandmother on your mom's side. I don't think it was a joke when I brought up your great great grandmother, right? I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think that was a coincidence or a joke. And I think I think one of them was really good in the kitchen. I think one of them was a really yeah. good cook and was able to figure things out scientifically in the kitchen. And I feel I, like, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just trying to think. I feel like it would be my great grandmother. Your great grandmother. And mm-hmm. I feel like some of those skills are in you that you get in the kitchen and you just intuitively throw shit together and you're like I don't know how I did it but this is a great meal I don't know what I did right and you're like yeah you're able to make bread and you're able to like you're able to figure out how to do things like that other people are like what and you're just like I don't know I did it and here it is or are you (laughs) you put like three or four of them and then you put them all together and you like figure out this thing and you've got like a meal for seven and you're like that's my favorite thing to do (laughs) (laughs) so I, I would encourage you to, this is weird. And normally I don't say this, but if you're brave and you're willing, I would start recording some of that and sharing that. Okay. Like, I would love right? to do that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like sharing, like sitting in your kitchen and just starting, like people love cooking videos. I don't know why people always watch my weird cooking videos, but they do. <laughs> And I'm madly in love with B. Dylan Hollis. I don't know if you know this guy. Have you ever bumped I'm going to find him now. I, yeah. That sounds B, awesome. Is his first name B. His middle name is Dylan. His last name is Hollis. He's like this, pardon me, uh, Dylan, if you see this, but he's this scrawny ass thin. He shouldn't <laughs> be as tiny as he is because all he does is cook sweets in his kitchen. Like that's all he does. He he finds all these old recipes and he bakes them and he tells you why they're worse or terrible or oh, great. I think I have things. I do think I've seen him and he makes like, it was like a Coca-Cola cake from 1950 and it has, yes. yeah, the craziest ingredients. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I don't think you need to scream the way he yells. Like he yelled out the whole time <laughs> on these videos, except the YouTube ones. Those, those aren't, I could see you doing more of the YouTube ones, but like, um, bring us in to the story of what you're doing Mm. in the kitchen, because I think that's where you're shining right now. I feel like as a mom, you're like, I think you're doing work during the day. 
Yes. And then you're coming home pretty exhausted and you're momming, but there isn't that Katie creative time going on. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you just hitting record in the kitchen and valuing that time in the kitchen will make you feel a little bit more tapped into Katie. Yeah. I would love to do that. You'll have to teach me your editing skills. (laughs) (laughs) They're actually, it's not very hard at all. Um, Movavi, M-O-V-A-V-I, if you're in Windows or iMovie, if you're in on a Mac and it makes you cut really easy and then you just like export it and boom, you're done. It's, it's not fancy. (laughs) (laughs) It's really simple. Yeah. It just takes a little while. And so that might be like the part where you're like, I've got all these videos. The and learning have- curve. The learning curve. And I've got all these videos and now I have to edit them. Right. But <laughs> um, if it's something that like makes you feel alive and makes you feel like you're doing more. Right. And you're stepping out of like the mm, ho-hum mundane. Nothing's changing. Right. It'll make you. I think it'll I think it'll give you that little bit of. Katie creativity that you're looking for. Yeah. Because you really are fabulous in the kitchen. And that really is an inherited gift that comes down. And not everything we get from our families is bad. Like even, even like, okay, like my mom is a master, master manipulator, master manipulator. But I will say there is something really great with what I've learned from her and her master manipulation when I have to deal with somebody on the phone. Yes. These are good skills to have. It is. It's like, yeah, that might not be the place you might in relationships with people in your family might not be the place where you want to like use those skills, but they're really handy in other situations that are more challenging. Right. And so like, even if the family of origin has given you some stuff that you think is sort of shitty, there's always the other side of that gift. And when are you going to use it to like, for good? (laughs) Not evil. Exactly. Um, I I just did a different podcast with somebody else and I there's an author and I know you're a reader. Um, she's called Lucy Score. Have you heard of Lucy oh, Score? Yes, I haven't read anything, but I do have several on my TBR. Yes. Um, I found out she lives in Harrisburg. I my friends have went to several book signings and they have so much fun. Really? Yeah. I want to She go just did a one. big one. Or I think it was like her, her, she released the third book in like a super popular series. Yes. The things it's on my, it's on my library. It's in my, in my audible account. It's right there on my audible. Yeah. <laughs> when you started playing. Um, it's the things we left behind. The first, yeah. the first book in that series is the book I want to talk about. I think it's like the things we keep, we keep in the dark, things we hold from the light, something. I, I yes. forget the things we I know don't let go of. <laughs> you don't let go of. The first one in the series, the one with. um, The blue uh, one, right? The blue one with Naomi. <laughs> And Knox, Naomi and Knox. Naomi has like all these master manipulator skills and she's got all these like ways of scheming and plotting. And she says repeatedly in that book, I have all these skills, but I only use them for good. <laughs> That's awesome. She says it again in uh, Things We Keep From, no, Things We Keep From The Light is the second one. Things We Left Behind is the third one. So she says it again in Things We Left Behind. Somebody calls her like a master manipulator and she's like, I only use it for good. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to buy a wedding dress and she like manipulates the whole situation so that the person buys like this completely different, like black wedding dress. Yeah. I I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So to sum up, if I'm hearing correctly, 
giving little Katie some time and love, spending some time with little Katie and finding what she needs and listening to her and bringing her up and in and out. And she might tell you some wacky things and she may ask you to go for a walk in a mud puddle, right? She may ask you to go like, I don't know, swim in the river. I have no idea what she's going to ask you to do, but she may ask you to do things to get back in touch with your child side. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to honor whatever weird thing pops in your head. Just honor it and go with it because it'll be healing in some way. I promise. (laughs) And then the other thing is besides talking to little Katie is, um, allowing ways for your creativity to be honored and seen, exemplified, noticed, even if it's something as small as cooking in the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. But realizing that your gifts and talents are worthy of attention. Yeah. And you're allowed house room. You're allowed to take I like this to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) This to-do list. (laughs) Yeah, it's really simple. Spend time. Well, I mean, spending time with little Katie might be crying. Like I, every time I spend time with little Kimmy, I ball my eyes out, right? And I'm just like (laughs) a big freaking mess. But I feel better and I feel more connected with myself and I feel more grounded and I feel more okay with Kim Beam after I do so. Mm Mm-hmm. Overall, whether that be Kim Beam inside her family and her family of origin, or that be Kim Beam who lives still single and, you know, has no idea what she's doing with her life. <laughs> well, it's good to hear because I don't know either. <laughs> well. Does it get better? Does it get better? Yes and no. Yes and no. Because in some ways... um, uh, I have another book to add to your reading list. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you when we're offline what book that is. Um, but if you're able to like change your circumstances enough that you are able to find some freedom to be able to explore, that's amazing. And not feeling trapped to a nine to five financially. Yes. Right. That's there. There's a lot of, a lot to be said with the way America traps its individuals financially into jobs Mm -hmm. because of mortgages and credit cards and stuff. And right. The American dream is actually not necessarily what it used to be. And so in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, financially, we have created a great depression because there isn't, there isn't freedom the way there used to be. Right. We can, we can't have a single family home anymore. Everybody has to be working. And so in a way, We've created this monster and you can't get out of it. And so until until you rise up above that, and there is a way to rise up above that. There is there are techniques to do that. And when you rise up above that and you're able to see out and see what makes you feel good, then yes. Yeah, it does get better. <laughs> but you you have to do the work. You have to do the work. Yeah. It's never simple. Actually, it is very simple. You just have to work <laughs> on feeling good. Just work on feeling good. Just choose it. Just choose it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like if I'm having a shitty day and I'm feeling blech, I'm like, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying here. I'm going to go feel better. I'm going to go feel better. I'm going to do that too. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the book, I'll say it here, is Ask and It Is Given by Esther Hicks. I'm going to put that in my Goodreads as soon as we get off. <laughs> Ask and you can text me if you need to. Ask and It Is Given. Okay. Okay. That's the name of the book. It's by Esther Hicks. And it changed my, literally changed my life. Because I did what I did. I did the weird things she told me to do. I did them. (laughs) I did them and it totally worked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did the weird things she said to do. I love that. I love stuff like that. I did a, I read a book called like the, um, the book of forgiveness. That might not be it, but it was by, Desmond Tutu. Okay. How you say his name? Do you know who I'm mm-hmm. talking about? I do know who I'm um, talking about. I loved it. It was like one of the best. It's about like forgiving others, forgiving yourself. There was like a thing where I had to get a rock and like put my energy into it. And I was like, I love stuff like this. <laughs> it really, yeah. it did really help. Yeah. And I, I will say I, um, I spend a lot of time in meditation in the morning. Like I spend a half an hour, sometimes an hour, sometimes two hours, depending on the day and my life. I'll spend a lot of time in meditation and that helps me drop off a lot of the expectation and being okay with where I am. So, okay. Thank you so much, Katie. Yeah, thank you. If you like what you have heard, please like, subscribe, review, share, and sign up for a reading. The insights revealed on this podcast should not be seen as advice, therapy, or mental health treatment. Kim Beam and this podcast are not responsible for any decision made around or based on any intuitive insights given in this program. Use information at your own discernment. Decisions you make in your life from the insights here are yours solely.